Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of How to Scale a Business. I'm Darwin, your host for today's episode, and I am with Baron. Hey, Baron, how are you? Hello. Uh, Baron is my last name. Uh, everybody calls me Baron. Um, my first name's Matthew, but over the past 25 years, everyone started calling me Baron. Oh, yeah, I forgot your first name is Matthew. Oh, I'm no, so no. sorry for um yeah it, calling you Baron. So hi. No, no, please, no, please. I insist you call me Baron. It yeah. is uh, much easier. It came that way because I worked at many marketing departments, uh-huh. and everyone would just be called Matthew. Like there were so many other Matthews in marketing uh-huh. uh, that it was getting confusing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so I I've, see. I, I've worked at uh, marketing departments for companies uh-huh. like uh, Dell for PetSmart, um, brands that you may or may not know, um, you know, large American brands uh-huh. that have, you know, 12, 13 other Matthews in marketing or yeah. in the department or something that I'm connected to, or, you know, and, and they just be confused, you know, picture how many Davids there must be a single company in America. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, there's a lot of Matthew that doing yeah marketing right now. And also, I really love your accent, um, Mr. Barron. Just Barron's fine. Um, yeah, I'm born and raised in Philadelphia, um, a place called South Street, which is a very popular street in Philadelphia. Uh, it accounts for my character in a lot of ways. Um, always loud and upfront. Uh, the way that it was there, it was a lot of mom and pop stores. Mm-hmm. It still is, you know, individual owners of, you know, anything from from hairstylists to restaurants to, um, you know, small tchotchke stores selling small items to uh, dessert places, you know, ice cream and dessert. Um, You know, cheesesteaks is a is a thing in Philadelphia. So there was plenty of cheesesteak places. yeah. So amazing. You know, venues, you know, venues are always uh, started by people. You know, the smaller venues are always started by personalities. Um, so that's where it's been my time when I was a teenager. And that got me into advertising. Um, I had a show when I was a kid, one of those public access shows, and that kind of led me into advertising. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that one here in our show, um, Baron. And you're the CEO of um, Wholesale Nuts and Dried Fruits, right? Uh, yeah, there's no S at the end of fruits. Uh, oh, fruit, fruit. Okay. So fruit is an uh-huh. actual um, plural, right? Mm-hmm. So a nut can be a single nut. So that's why you say nuts. But fruit just implies that there's many of it. Mm-hmm. I see. So it's plural. So yeah, yeah, thank you so much for correcting me. And also, can you please tell us the history and the background of your business? Uh, sure. <clears throat> um, well, I will take it back to uh, uh, college. My first job was with an ad agency called The Food Group, mm-hmm. uh, which was on Madison Avenue in New York City. Um. And it was Nabisco, it was Uncle Ben's rice, you know, crackers, you know, they would do food products. So that's where I got my first exposure to the marketing and advertising of food. Um, I had gotten into online marketing um, sometime around 
when I was 30, I found an interest in it. Um, I was trained and taught how to do it. And I became interested in what people search for, uh, building products based on what people search for. And I worked for a client uh, doing their online marketing where people were trying to find wholesale and bulk amounts of basic food ingredients, basic food products. And they were having trouble finding them. Um, there were a lot of places that didn't give prices. You would have to call them for prices. That was confusing. Um, just a lot of people searching for 25 pound boxes and not finding what they were looking for. You're talking about customers, but you're also talking about businesses. They were looking for 25 pound boxes. They were looking for a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds and they couldn't get pricing for it. They'd have to call someone or submit their information to have them wait to get called back. Uh, I found it very inefficient. So uh, they had let me go and my whole team there. So the next day I started uh, what was gourmet nuts and dried fruit, which during the pandemic became wholesale nuts and dried fruit. And uh, I would sell 10 and 25 pound boxes of nuts, dried fruits, and seeds on the internet. Mm, I see. Yeah. That's the entire thing. Amazing. Um, so because it's a very basic ingredient, mm -hmm. right? Uh, a walnut is a basic ingredient or quinoa is a basic ingredient or, um, you know, dried cranberries is a basic ingredient. So my theory was, was that, you know, it didn't matter what farm it came from as long as it came fresh. And so uh, essentially, I look at my business like empty boxes that gets filled up when people order. So it can be delivered as fresh as possible from any of the farmers and processors that it comes in, you know, that has grown most recently. Mm, I see. So and it's offered year wide, mm -hmm. year, year 12 months a year. Mm. Amazing. And thank you so much for sharing that one, Darren, here in our show. At least we will know how you get started in your business. And also, how have you adapted the changes in your industry or in your business over the year? Well, <clears throat> so um, I started uh, with Amazon when they bought uh, Whole Foods. Um, you know, I didn't really look at Amazon as a channel. I was just focused on the website. But when they bought Whole Foods, they really opened up something in my in my brain. Mm -hmm. um, soon after, Walmart decided to open up their own store. Um, and Walmart has a philosophy of always charging the customer $1 less than whatever's on Amazon. So, so if you've ever used Walmart.com and used uh, Amazon.com, you'll realize that um, Walmart kind of has an algorithm that's based on Amazon. And as a seller on on uh, on Walmart, they make you link it to an Amazon page. Mm -hmm. Because they know that no one that's going to be on Walmart is not going to be on Amazon. So you have to be a dollar less. You have to have a dollar less for shipping. You have to have a dollar less for the product. Mm -hmm. um, they insist on it. And uh, it's just a very interesting competitive system. Uh, then I got into smaller channels. Um, 
I now sell to the U.S. military. They have an online channel. Um, Etsy and eBay actually mm -hmm. sell on. Uh, people looking for um, uh, like charcuterie boards, they'll search for the food to go on their charcuterie board, uh, things like that. Some people make their own charcuterie boards. Um, it's just very popular nowadays. It's a trend in food. Um, so those both those channels are very good. And uh, hopefully I'm going to be in some smaller supermarkets and their uh, website. Because like I said, my business is only empty boxes. So I sell everything fresh. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I can't have boxes sitting in stores. Right. So when they're purchased, they go to the freshest to get the freshest product put into the box. And that's why I sell so few products. It's just a few products. It's a handful of products. It's pretty easy to manage. I see. And um, actually, that's still amazing. It's because that's still a business, actually. So, yeah, um, I know that it will be grow someday. And thank you, um, Baron, for answering that question. And also, can you share any specific tactics or tools that you've been used for, um, for the effective and growing your business? Yeah. Um, so a lot of what I do is optimizing pages. Um, you know, with Amazon, you're optimizing images. Uh, Walmart, you're optimizing um the descriptions and you're putting in enough words same thing yeah. on the website you're always trying to optimize the pages to be fast um for example i wanted to put a video mm -hmm. on the website page for each product you know where people could kind of like use it themselves to move around the actual piece of mm -hmm. walnut or an almond or you know just you know a little functionality but it was so heavy right you want to you want a page that has a lot of words and really fills out all the descriptions, but also is light and fast. Mm -hmm. uh, for the website, it's all about having pages that are under two seconds to load. And I'm always trying to get better and faster with those pages. To make it attractive. So yeah, I think that's the reason why. And Darwin, uh -huh. actually to, to get back on that. So What's most interesting is that I'm the fastest of my competitors. Oh. So I looked at how fast my competitors' pages, product uh -huh. pages were, and just figured out how to make them faster. Oh, amazing. So, yeah, so I have five or six competitors, you know, maybe seven or eight big ones, you know, and uh, I just, you know, used a tool to find out how fast their pages are, and I made sure to build mine as even faster. And that's amazing, Baron. And actually, I tried to visit as well the website earlier. And yeah, what I can say is it's beautiful and it was well Thank arranged. You. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for that one. And also um as a CEO um of your business, can you talk uh, about any challenges or obstacles that you've been faced and how did you overcome them? Well, um, so I choose my my products very carefully, right? I make sure that people are searching for them. I make sure that they're accessible, that they're easy. Mm -hmm. uh, because if someone orders a thousand pounds tomorrow and I don't have it, 
I, I don't want to apologize. I definitely don't want to give them their money back, you know? So I want to make sure that each of the products are things that have a supply chain that is rock solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so between the earthquake in uh, Turkey, which also affected Syria, uh, both of them were just devastated by an earthquake about nine months ago. Um, I know because I was there, I want to say two days before the earthquake struck. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a, a huge problem for world supply, right? Yeah. Um, the 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 second, I want to say it's the second or third biggest food port in the world is actually was struck uh, in Turkey. And um, it was, you know, devastating. All the people who worked in Turkey, all of that. Um, recently with the Ukraine war, uh, they bombed a, I, don't, I couldn't say who they is, but there was a bombing of a um, a dam in Ukraine, maybe about three months ago. And that flooded all of the world's biggest uh, sunflower seed fields. Yeah, I heard it. You know, just thousands and thousands of gallons. I mean, it won't be back for, I mean, a generation. Exactly. Um, You know, and strangely enough, you know, Ukraine is the number one provider of sunflower seeds, but the second biggest supplier is Russia. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they've created themselves now the first biggest supplier of sunflower seeds, Um, which is incredible really that that happened over a year um it was unexpected for sure um but just the idea that now uh there's just far less sunflower seeds i get a lot more calls about them um it's just a real tragedy of the industry you know they use them for oil a lot of people that call they want to use the sunflower seeds for oil Mm -hmm. Uh, so they you know process it and break it down into uh, an oil that they can then add to other food ingredients um, to make them heavier. Uh, it's it's pretty you know bad for uh, human health, but uh, sunflower oil is in so many things. Mm-hmm. And also, I love using sunflower oil. Oil, yeah, mm-hmm. it's because it could um you know um give a much tastier in a food if we apply it. So based on my on my observation, if I cook, yeah. because I'm not um good with cooking, but I use it. So I watch you. Uh huh. Oh no! Please finish that thought. So yeah, I watch YouTube, and then what I did is just to apply some some of it on what I cook, and I think it's much tastier. Yeah, based mm-hmm. on yeah on my observation only, but yeah um. And also for the next question, um, Baron, um, this is too important. Um, as a CEO, can you speak to any matrix or KPIs you um you use to measure a success of your business? Sure. Um, so I love a tool which is actually uh, close by me in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are called SEM Rush. Uh, SEMrush.com, and you can you can have a free account there to do a few searches. But it's really good to find out where you are against your competitors for each of the products, right? So mm-hmm. so some of the products I do really well. Other ones, I'm not even close to the first page. Um, 
And those translate exactly to sales. I have a 1% uh, conversion rate. And so I can tell exactly what my sales are going to be based on my traffic from those keywords. Mm -hmm. And so if they, you know, if I'm on the first page, that's good. If I'm in the top seven, it's great. If I'm in the top five, it's worthwhile. But if I can get the top three, that is magic. Um, and so I try and keep an eye on those to figure out how much I'm going to sell uh, month to month, just based on the rankings. I mean, of course, I love return customers, but the rankings speak to so much. New customers, new business. Yeah. Um, but I want to make a recommendation about the oils. I want you to take a look at uh, avocado oil. And I want you to take a look at um, like some nut oils, like hazelnut oil. Um, maybe uh, they make almond oil. You know, take a look at those instead of the sunflower oils. Yeah, um, avocado is still good as well. Because I try it, um, I think, um, twice or thrice. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because I tried it when I go to the mall. I bought uh, avocado oil, so mm -hmm. it's still good. Actually, I'm not good with cooking, so I didn't. It's, it's you way know, better I didn't for you. Judge. Uh huh. Yeah. So, um, seed oils, they call them, um, are are not as good for you as um things that have like a a higher, um cooking point, I think they call it, and just easily to digest. Mm -hmm. So uh, avocado oil and uh, nut oils really are going to be the the future for health stores, you know, for, for people that are, you know, trying to watch their diet. Um, sunflower, eating sunflowers is no problem. <laughs> you know, like pumpkin seeds, you know, like uh, quinoa, like eating, eating yeah. seeds is not a problem. Um, it's just when they compress them down into oils, it's it's uh, not as good for your body. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that here. It's too um effective, actually, to our um yeah listener. It's because there is a lot of listener there doing diet. <laughs> so thank you so yeah. much. Uh -huh. They're probably aware. They're probably well aware that, um, you know, sunflower oil is in so much. You've got... Um, like peanut oil and a lot of things mm -hmm. you've got um, just a lot of like low grade ingredients either to make something uh, tastier or weigh more, right? If it weighs more then they can sell it for more. Mm -hmm. um, and so you just have this epidemic of the use of seed oils and um, you know, totally different than uh -huh. our previous generation and generations before it, they just didn't have seed oils. So it accounts for a lot of obesity and people that are overweight. Okay. So thanks for that one. And yeah. Um, so for my next question, um, how do you stay up to date with the latest trends and development in your industry? Oh, the supermarket. For sure. Uh yeah. I I just went to a supermarket this morning and they had uh cashews. They did not sell not one raw cashew. It was all roasted. It was all jalapeno cashews and and uh, you know uh, roasted with sea salts and um, 
you know, uh, honey roasted. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole shelf. There was a whole shelf of different kinds of roasted cashews. It was incredible. So it's supermarket. So yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. You go uh -huh. shopping. For exactly. Sure. Yeah. Five more. Yeah. In your industry, that's that's one of the, the most um, you know, effective way. And yeah, thank you so much. And also, um, I didn't notice that we're now in the last question. So for the last question, this is too important because I'll need to include this to the podcast title. So if anybody wants to connect or anyone there thinking about working with you or partnering with you, where's the best mm -hmm. place they can go or what is the best way to do that? Uh, so my website is wholesalenutsanddriedfruit.com. I, I hope you'll put it in the uh, description for the podcast. Yeah, and I will. My name is Baron, so it's B-A-R-O-N, Baron at Wholesale Nuts and Dried Fruit. There's also a contact us box on the website. Uh, I'm always interested in reaching different uh, charities, um, charities holding events with their own websites, um, you know, partnering with, uh, you know, bigger and bigger charities doing more interesting events. Um, I'm doing a charity next weekend. Um teaching oh. gun safety to girls under 18. Um, I'm doing a, a charity event in California and Los Angeles uh, for vegans uh, in November. Um, I pretty much try and do a, a charity a month. I'm right now doing 22 oh. charities. So they're constantly coming and going. It's very uh, interesting. Oh. But, um, you know, I'm always looking for uh, you know, charities with their own websites that, that are looking for partners, you know, to help mm -hmm. feed people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thanks. All that. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. You're too yeah. good, Baron. Actually, <laughs> I can feel it. And also, I tried to um open your LinkedIn profile earlier. I noticed that one as well. So thanks for you, Baron. <laughs> so yeah, I'll include that to the podcast title. I make sure. So, yeah, another Pure Blue Code Gold we have acquired today from a guest. And it's really our pleasure for having you here, Baron. So thank uh, you so thank much you. again. And by the way, Darwin, I thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you as well. And also before this um podcast will be end, um, do you want to say something or do you want to thank someone there? Uh, no, I, I'd like to tell people that, um, you know, eating healthy is not something that you have to spend a lot of money on. Um you know, just rethink some of your ingredients yeah. and, um, you know, they always try and sneak things in. You got to be aware of what's on those ingredient labels. Exactly. I definitely agree for that one. It's because, you know, um, some of the people are, um, is now, you know, um, busy in their life. Um, even I actually, so, um, sometimes I prefer to eat fast food and I, I know yeah. that it wasn't good to, for my health, but, you know, um, I think um we need to stop or minimize that. At least you know we could live longer in this um earth. So thank you so much again, um Baron, for having you here and for accepting the invitation. So guys, if you made it this far, thank you so much for sticking here with us as well. If you got any value for today's episode, we would love to get a rating or review where you get the podcast. If there's someone in met of growing their business or thinking about starting a business, send this episode to them and then take one thing that you learned today, go out, implement it, execute, let, let us know how it goes. We want to hear your wins and above all, thanks for being here with us today. We really appreciate it a lot and see you in the next one. Cheers.